0: Welcome back! Welcome back! I feel like I, I, feel like I just left. Can't believe it's been an entire twenty-four hours, but I wanted to pick back up where we left off yesterday regarding the Brazil, the Brazilian version of of January sixth. Then I got a little more info about John Brennan, former uh, Obama CIA director. And his conversion to Islam, and I think the the best indication on whether or not that story is actually true is that there's not a lot of denial. People say, "Oh, there's there's no evidence of that," but Brennan himself hasn't come out and said, "No, I I never converted to Islam." And what's more, he has admitted to visiting Mecca and Medina, cities that are designated only for Muslims. With this article from the World Tribune, on Valentine's Day, 2013, President Barack Obama's nominee to head the CIA is said to have secretly converted to Islam. In Saudi Arabia, a former FBI agent reported that CIA nominee John Brennan secretly converted to Islam between 1996 and 1999 when he served as CIA station chief in the Saudi capital of Riyadh. John Guandolo, the former FBI agent, said Brennan visited the Saudi cities of Mecca and Medina, permitted only to Muslims. The facts have been confirmed by U.S. government officials who were also in Saudi Arabia at the time John Brennan was serving. Brennan, 57, has served as the White House chief on counterinsurgency and was said to be close to Obama. In 2010, Brennan Fluitt in Arabic told an audience at New York University that he visited Mecca and Medina during the Muslim pilgrimage. The video confirms Brennan converted to Islam, Guandolo said in a radio interview on February 9th. There was no confirmation of Guandolo's assertion. A leading Islamist lobbyist, Ibrahim Cooper, spokesman for the Council on American Islamic Relations, and a convert himself, said he was unaware that Brennan became a Muslim. The White House did not respond. Guandolo, a security consultant forced to resign the FBI in 2009, did not provide details... Of Brennan's conversion isn't that isn't that weird you blow the whistle on the CIA director who's playing for the other team and then you're forced to resign how unfortunate guandolo based on talks with CIA staffers said he believed that Saudi officials persuaded Brennan to become a Muslim Quote, Mr. Brennan did convert to Islam when he served in a senior official capacity in Saudi Arabia, Guandolo told a radio interviewer, Tom Trento. His conversion to Islam was the culmination of a counterintelligence operation against him to recruit him. As a Muslim, Guandolo said, Brennan became friendly with members of Hamas, designated a terrorist group by the State Department. Brennan meant to succeed David Petraeus has also deemed the Iranian-sponsored Hezbollah a political group that could be swayed to stop attacks on Western interests. Quote, he has interwoven his life professionally and personally with individuals that we know are terrorists, Squandolo said. He has given them access to the National Security Council and National Security Council staff. So what do you think? Is that convincing? I mean, run a Google search or a DuckDuckGo search. Assess the information for yourself. Does it seem likely to you? I've heard that there are photographs of him in Mecca and Medina. Now that doesn't mean that he didn't coerce anyone into letting him in. I mean, couldn't he just as easily lie and say, hey, I converted to Islam. Guys, let me into Mecca. He he forged some documents. I don't know what's involved in converting to Islam, but, uh, it would be a good cover, right? I'm not, I'm not on, I'm not on John Brennan's team. John Brennan's not on your team. But when Obama was elected in 2008 and then comes on the TV and says, we're going to stop. I mean, he was, he was the guy. I mean, he, he, he got to take credit for taking out Osama bin Laden, but this is this had been going on since 2003. 5 years later he beats Obama beats Hillary Clinton in the election and then comes out and says we're going to stop torturing terrorists essentially we're going to stop searching so hard for Osama bin Laden, leader of the jihad against the West. And then we learn that his CIA director likely was a Muslim. How does that represent the best interests of the American people? If 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 you believe that Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda really were responsible for 9-11. What I think is more likely is that the attack was planned and allowed to happen because of the leadership's ability to turn a tragedy into something beneficial for them. which I mentioned yesterday, many millions of, and billions of gajillions of dollars would then be pumped into law enforcement and task forces and the FBI and the CIA and whatever other money laundering operations are able to be instituted as a result of that. You can listen to interviews of current and former intelligence officials and operatives. Many of which I've discussed on this program. We'll tell you about how easy it is to take money out of the designated United States aid account in any country and use it for essentially anything that you want to put it in your own pocket, send it back home to mom and pop. If you follow the rules, if the leadership likes you, well then no, no questions are asked. and no doubt that's what's been going on in Ukraine with the now i think we're up to over 100 billion in your tax your, in your taxes going over to foreign countries to be used for anything the globalist establishment wants to use it for but it's not just trouble in Ukraine there's trouble in Iran as well Protesters being executed. Even little girls. Professional athletes. Regular Joes. Or, I mean, regular Mohammeds. If they're not in line with the beliefs of the authoritarian system and they decide that they're going to speak out against it, well, then they're being executed. So how long until we got to get boots on the ground? I mean, maybe not even boots on the ground, but how long until we're sending millions and billions of your taxes to Iran or to a neighboring country? So that we can use that country as a base of operations to wage a proxy war against Iran. See, this is how America wages war without actually going to war. This is how our current political leaders can enrich their donors without blatantly coming out to the American people as a... Warring nation that wages war on the world in the name of profits. And how long until we're waging war in Brazil? I can think of no more appropriate time for this administration to stoke violent conflict in a country than this situation in Brazil. This article from Breitbart, headline, Brazil riot leads to 1,500 plus arrests, dozens of injuries, six in critical condition. National news outlets in Brazil, citing the federal police, reported on Monday that the riot resulting in the near total destruction of the Congressional and Supreme Federal Tribunal, STF, because... Portuguese, had led to over 1,500 arrests and dozens of injuries, including journalists. Protesters opposing the inauguration of far-left convicted felon, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, as the country's president on January 1st, stormed Brasilia on Sunday, breaching police barricades to break into the Brazilian Congress and destroy its facade as well as several critical meeting chambers. The mob also attacked the STF, the nation's Supreme Court, reportedly leaving its headquarters unusable and damaging or stealing priceless historical artifacts. The protesters attempted to break into the Planalto Palace, the president's headquarters, but caused more minimal damage there. Lula became president this month after a bitter presidential race against his predecessor, Conservative former president Jair Bolsonaro, that he won by a razor thin margin. Lula should have been disqualified from running for president again as a result of crimes he was convicted for during his past term in office from 2003 to 2011. Lula was sentenced to nearly 25 years in prison for taking bribes while president. But the STF overturned the conviction on jurisdictional grounds in 2021, allowing his name to be on the ballot. So for no other reason than uh, you didn't have the jurisdiction to convict for those crimes. STF Minister Justice Alexandra de Moraes, who also ran the country's top election court during the election, outlawed discussing Lula's conviction or calling him a criminal in media communications while allowing Lula to spuriously call Bolsonaro a pedophile. The SDF's handling of the election has prompted a movement of Bolsonaro supporters calling for the, middle, the military to intervene and prevent Lula from taking office. To which the Brazilian armed forces have not responded favorably. Now, there's some discussion to be had about that. Some are claiming the Brazilian military is on the side of the protesters. The most substantial damage pub- publicly documented in the capital on Sunday occurred at the STF, where Alexandre de Moraes' personal effects were a target of particular destruction. One group of protesters tore the door off of his office and paraded it outside as a trophy. The Brazilian outlet Jovem Pan reported on Monday that authorities had documented 40 people hospitalized during the riot. Six are reportedly in grave condition. One of those injured, the news network reported, was a military police commander while six were journalists. The newspaper O Globo reported that 12 journalists had either been injured or had their equipment destroyed. Police have arrested over 300 people at press time for participating in the, in the riot, according to O Globo. Reports indicate that most of those arrested will face charges such as acts of violence against the states and conspiracy, which may result in prison terms of up to 12 years. This is all sounding disturbingly familiar. And one thing that stands out to me is that this criminal president's previous term in office overlapped with Obama's term in office. Then during the Trump administration, we have conservative leadership in the United States, of course. We have conservative leadership in Brazil with Jair Bolsonaro. And another really oddball thing that occurred in in political leadership was Boris Johnson, essentially the British version of Trump, being elected as prime minister in the UK. And this begs the question, have we been under globalist rule masquerading as nationalist rule? This whole time? For how long? Since Bush? You know, George Bush Sr., George Herbert Walker Bush, was a former director of the CIA. And Donald Trump's Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, also former director of the CIA. And it seems that he thinks he'd uh, like to run for president in 2024. So have the globalists been pulling the strings, taking us back and forth between global conservative rule and global liberal rule? Since Obama, at least. And are they now just... preparing to remove the blindfold, throw back the curtains and let us all see that it's been a facade for the last number of decades. More from the article. The bulk of arrests related to the riot that have occurred so far were not of people directly participating in the event. In response to an order from De morais Remember, that's the corrupt judge. The police dismantled a massive tent city of Bolsonaro supporters who had organized outside of the headquarters of the armed forces asking the military to overthrow Lula. Police confirmed over 1,500 arrests as they dismantled the camp. Most of those arrested going peacefully. The operation required 40 buses to transfer those detained to prisons. So more media circus. Reports indicate that police units throughout the country are enacting operations to dismantle similar pro-Bolsonaro camps nationwide. So, we have weaponization of law enforcement by the new criminal leadership against supporters of the opposition. Lula da Silva issued remarks following the riot on Sunday in which he personally accused Bolsonaro of instigating the riot and issued especially harsh harsh words against Brasilia police, accusing officers of sympathizing with the rioters and acting in bad faith. Quote, There was incompetence, ill will, or bad faith on the part of the people who protect the public security of the federal district, Lula asserted. You will see the images of them guiding people to the walkway before the plaza of the three powers. The Plaza of the Three Powers is the open space in between the offices of the President, Congress, and STF. Lula decreed a federal intervention into Brasilia, which effectively strips the local government of police power and places it in the hands of a chosen Lula deputy. Alexandra de Moraes also stripped Brasilia Governor Ibanez Rocha of the governorship for 90 days in response to the riot and decreed the removal of social media pages deemed to post anti-democratic content. In a statement regarding the incident on Sunday, de Marais appeared to threaten to implicate Barcelona, uh, Bolsonaro personally in the riots. Quote, Public officials, current and former, who continue to intentionally behave this way, cowardly pacting with the breaking of democracy and the installation of a state of exception, de Marais warned, will be held responsible because as Winston Churchill taught, an appeaser is someone who feeds a crocodile waiting to be the last one devoured. Elsewhere in his statement, de Marais appeared to compare the protesters to Adolf Hitler. Quote, Brazilian democracy will no longer tolerate the ignoble policy of appeasement, whose failure was amply demonstrated in the tentative agreement between British prime minister, Neville Chamberlain and Adolf Hitler. He wrote Lula convened a meeting of the governors of Brazil's 27 states, presumably omitting Roca on Monday To coordinate a crackdown on riot sympathizers. Folks, it's on. It's on around the world. If you are against the globalist takeover, you're a criminal. So you better start making plans. Because it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Thanks a lot for listening. Please rate, review, and share the show. I'll be back. Goodbye.